0: what's going on everybody welcome back to spoiler reels if you're new to the podcast welcome to spoiler reels I'm your host my name is angel and as I mentioned before guys if you are new to the podcast make sure you check out the other episodes that I previously recorded well um, you can also check it out as well on instagram uh spoiler reels, spoiler underscore reels you can check out all the contents all, all the episodes i've recorded and whatnot uh, you can check them out right there and of course on instagram that's where you can message me uh you can let me know if there's a movie you want me to review or anything like that so keep that in mind and as you guys already know from the look you, you've already seen the title of the movie i'll be uh reviewing today. So if you haven't seen the movie and you're trying to watch it, make sure you pause this episode, check out the movie and then come back and then let me know if you agree or disagree with my review and or rating for this film. With that being said, let's get started. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. The Night Eats the World is the movie I'll be reviewing here. Uh, If you are curious about wanting to watch this film, it's on Pluto TV or on Amazon Prime. Uh, This movie, well, it says it's not rated, but from the looks of it, it is a rated R film, I'm assuming there. Uh, It's a a horror thriller. It's about an hour and a half long. Uh, It came out in 2018 july 13 2018 this was directed by dominic roche um imdb gave it a six out of ten you guys already know i'll give you my rating at the end of the review uh the cast here is not much really because it's really based on maybe like three people total uh this uh is it stars ender enders danielson uh sam I'm gonna butcher this one. Gold Shifte Barahani as Sarah Dennis Lavant as Alfred Sigrid bozies Bozaz as Fanny and David caminos as Matthew. And that's that's pretty much it. Like that's like really the main heavy hitters of the film there. So uh, the overview basically is after waking up in an apartment the night after a raging party, Sam comes face to face with his new reality. An army of zombies has invaded the streets of Paris, and he is one of the lone survivors. Petrified with fear, he barricades himself inside the building to survive. He He wonders how long can he last in silence and solitude, and the answer comes when he learns that he's not all alone after all. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, Wikipedia here. Uh, so not much to tell about this film, guys. Uh, look, I'm a fan of zombie movies. I love zombie movies. I like how there's, you know, some of them, uh, some people they they uh, uh, they like to you know do twists and turns and stuff like that when it comes to zombies movies because you can't have the same formula. People want to make it different, you know. D- different uh, different zombie moves at times. And uh, this one to me. Immediately gave me 28 days later vibe. Uh, with. It's like 28 days later meets hashtag alive. And you get this kind of movie right here. Uh, and what the crazy thing about the zombies on this one here. Is that the zombies here. Uh, are very quiet. They don't like, you know, they don't make those growling sounds or anything like that. They, uh, uh, they basically, they're very silent. (laughs) They just kind of, you know, make these, this, this crunch sound every now and then. But other than that, yeah, they, they don't really make, uh, noises. Uh, let's get to the plot here, guys. Like I said, it's not going to be a whole lot here. Uh, Sam, a musician living in Paris, visits his ex-girlfriend Fanny to recover music tapes left in her possession. Fanny is holding a party and brushes Sam off multiple times before telling him the tapes are in the office. Yeah, I would never understood that. I don't, like, she was, like, acting like that she wanted to keep him there for some fucking reason. I don't know why, yet she's over here, like... With her new man, and I, so I was like, is she doing this on purpose? Like, what was the whole point of keeping them here? You can tell Sam's, like, uncomfortable being around this party and everything, so he just wants to get his tapes and leave, and yet she somehow just keeps him there. All right. Uh, Sam is accidentally bumped by a partygoer on his way to the tapes. Once there, his nose starts to bleed, and he passes out. Sounds of chaos erupt outside of the door of the office, but Sam sleeps through it. Yeah, this is when we. So we don't really see the how this this came to be. You can tell this movie is definitely a low budget. I can't see the budget here; it doesn't show me or anything like that. But you can tell it's definitely a low budget. I feel like they didn't have enough time to explain how the outbreak happened. It just happened, and uh. Some people, you know, for some people it's it's okay, you know, like fuck it whatever just show us how to, you know, just show us the chaos afterwards, but you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing how it happened, but at, in this case I get it, low budget, so uh so I you know, it just it, it just it came out of nowhere. People started, you can hear the screams and all this stuff and and Sam but Sam sleeps through it. The next morning, Sam wakes to find the apartment trashed with blood stains on the walls and no one inside. He ventures into the stairway and discovers a zombified fanny who charges at him when he calls her name uh yeah, when she like she's like sitting down looking like she's talking to this other person, it looks like she's just like they're chilling there, but as soon as he opens the door and calls her out, like she turns around you can see half her face was bleeding or whatever, and uh she completely charges her, but like I said, like it's very quiet, they don't make like this growling sound or anything like that. And I felt like it does make it feel the zombie a little bit more creepy. She just kind of gets up and, like, charges at him. And that was pretty creepy. So he closes the door, not knowing what's going on. Uh, Locking himself in, in, in her apartment, he witnesses the death of a family from the apartment across the street who attempts to escape in their car. The apartment, which is several stories up, is the only safe location that Sam can find the son- the zombies have seemingly taken over all over paris are very fast moving and respond in hordes to any sight or sound they are also completely silent making almost no noise and never vocalizing yes as i mentioned they don't they don't make any sounds or anything like that they obviously do react to sounds and vision obviously what what zombie doesn't um yes i did like how like this movie was like shot how uh saw, I like i'm very big on cinematography and this was shot pretty well in my opinion no doubt about it but this movie is a it, it's a very slow burn zombie film it has its moments here and there but for the most part damn this movie is very slow burn unable to leave the apartment and sam begins cleaning up until a shotgun blast erupts through the floor yeah he was cleaning through the floor, or whatever, all the mess, and all of a sudden he hears, like, something, some noise, and all of a sudden he puts his ear on the ground, and then, boom, he, it was, like, about two feet away from him. Uh, looking through the hole, he discovers that one of the residents below has committed suicide after killing his wife, who had bound to a chair after she became infected. Yeah, you can just, its pretty gruesome. The shotgun was right there. He's just kind of, like, the guy's face looking up, but the brain's completely... Uh, everywhere it, it was it's a crazy sight uh he retrieves their shotgun and ventures outside, finding the zombies in the stairway uh and the stairway gone. he quickly closes the doors to the building to seal himself inside. Sam explores the building units one by one he has these keys and uh next to, on the wall next to the next to the keys are the like first floor second floor third floor, which I thought was pretty smart, like leaving. To show what keys are are, are for what what floor, basically. Um, Finds most of them empty. He finds a zombified elderly man in the building's lift. uh, Binds the gate up and begins conversing one-sidedly with the zombie whose name he learns is Alfred. This guy becomes that Alfred zombie. You know, he's old and everything. But he's like the only dude he's able to talk conversation like that was basically his only friend right there and it was a fucking zombie of course he does see he does see only one zombie that that uh that was near uh, one of the units uh it was a family but he, he he managed to escape he puts an x on the on the door to remind him that uh there's zombies in there uh sam success, successfully raids the buildings for a large quantity of supplies so like food knives uh flashlight all that stuff he rations these and discovers musical equipment in one room which he uses to entertain himself as time passes sam becomes increasingly lonely and unhinged desperate for company he attempts to capture a stray cat wandering aimlessly among the undead but is nearly killed by several zombies uh he makes it back to the apartment enraged sam shoots the cat from the window. I, <laughs> I I was tripping out on that. He's like, Fucking cat, you almost got me dead. He boom shoots him. Um yeah, eventually, yeah, he he has he finds these drums, this drum set and everything, and he's but the more he plays it, the more uh noise he makes and it the more zombies, you know, are near his building. Uh fearing he was bitten, Sam nearly kills himself the second time when he falls asleep with the shotgun placed beneath his head. While waiting to see if he turns, and of course, when he didn't, he was falling asleep, and then all of a sudden, the gun goes off next to the ear. Clearly, should have been fucking deaf on that on that side of the ear, but obviously not. He starts fucking laughing maniacally, thinking, you know, because he's like, "Holy shit! I nearly killed myself!" And he didn't even turn this whole time, guys. He's he's really just like you. Just see the 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 progression of how what happens to when uh, someone is very fucking lonely. And has no one to talk to for months on end. You know, Sound familiar with quarantine maybe? Who knows? Uh, as winter approaches, he is forced to contend with a lack of heat. And the water supply to the apartment building stops working. Surviving by collecting rainwater and creating a fireplace. Sam's mental state continues to decline. He notices one day that the streets are largely empty. Sam tests how far away the zombies are by loudly playing a drum set. The undead return in hordes and nearly climb onto the apartment's balcony by piling atop one another. And enraged Sam continues to play despite the danger. This is how you know this guy is just fucking losing it. Sam at this point is done. This is like months on end by himself. And again, the only friend he has or can talk and conversate but doesn't get any response is Alfred. That night, Sam hears movement outside his bedroom door and fires a shotgun through, through it. He hears cries of pain and realizes he, he has shot another person. He attempts, um, uh, he attempts the emergency medical aid and finds the woman's bag, which has a large amount of rope and a grapnel hook sh- hook she uses to go from rooftop to rooftop. The next morning, Sam speaks with the woman, Sarah, who explains how she has survived. He retrieves supplies from the lowest apartment and kills the zombified occupants, the ones that I mentioned that he managed to escape earlier. She goes to the roof and tells Sam he will either die or go insane if he does not leave the apartment building. Sam at first brushes her off but uh, relents. He returns to his room and finds Sarah dead from the gunshot, apparently indicating that his conversations with her after he shot her were just hallucinations. That's where I thought. That's where I thought the movie took a turn, because for the most part, as I mentioned, it's a very slow burn movie. But it was a bit boring. Not not much really happens. Now it's more of a just seeing how far a person's, you know, how far a person can can break, you know, the the the, the mentality, the the physical the physicality of it. Everything it, it just shows how much a person can only take. And the fact that he was hallucinating her and everything realizes like, yeah, I think I the I need to get the fuck out of here. Of course, he mourns her loss, uh, eulogizes her, and covers her body. Sam decides to leave the apartment, burning the tapes and releasing Alfred, who wanders into his nearby apartment where Sam locks him away. This is where I don't get, though. I, I get that he conversated with Alfred and everything like that, but. Alfred's a zombie. Once they opened the door, why didn't Alfred attack? Did he somehow... Did he somehow manage to get into Alfred's, like... Did Alfred somehow find, hum, like, a little bit of humanity in him In him, while he was a zombie? It just didn't make sense to me right there. Maybe I'm wrong. You guys can let me know in the comments there. Uh, let me know on that, guys. Um... Uh, The burning tape set off a fire alarm. Zombies attack the building. They break down the doors and rush inside, killing several. Sam manages to get to the roof and swing across the streets to the next building, where he climbs to the rooftop and stares out into the seemingly endless skyline of Paris. He briefly hears a sound that might indicate the existence of other survivors and then the movie ends. As I mentioned guys, there's really not much to talk about on this one. It's it's really just it is a zombie movie, but it also see it's also about like how far a person can mentally break. Uh how far a person can be by themselves for long and uh you know eventually loses it. You know, we see I guess you could say that this movie was more of a reality zombie film of what, what could really actually happen to someone, uh, when, when a zombie apocalypse kicks in and you're by yourself, you know, and, and, and you get to the point where you're, you're conversating with the fucking zombie. Of course it's trapped and everything, but, uh, you know, for you to converse with another zombie, uh, he even shaves his head off, you know, like he just doesn't care. He's like, Going nuts with the drum the drum set, attracting more zombies. He doesn't even care. He even shoots a fucking cat because it put him in danger and everything, even though it was his fucking fault. Um, and then to the point where I thought it was a turning point, where to the point where he thought Sarah was alive this whole time, he thought he had managed to, to rescue her. And this whole fucking time, like, while they were, like, making music together or whatever or talking about, you know, just conversating with each other. That whole fucking time, the, all those scenes of him with uh, talking to Sarah was just him hallucinating. That whole time, like his at that point, his mind had snapped, and uh, of course that's when and Sarah telling him this was more likely his conscious his uh, his conscience telling him, "You need to move on already, bro. You like you gotta fucking get the hell out of here because you're losing it." And once he does manage to escape and go to the other rooftops, he does end up hearing other people. And in the conversation that he had with Sarah, he's like, she's like, you don't know if there's a refugee out there. Like, if there's someone out there that might, you know, that are probably there, you know, needing help, you could be helping them out there. You know, there's probably somewhere that's a sanctuary that's helping people, but you won't know if you don't take that risk. And it's really just Sarah, but mainly his conscience telling like, like, you need to move on. Like, you cannot stay here for long. And, um, of course, he does end up, once he realizes he was hallucinating, he realizes that Sarah's body the whole time was on the bed. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't turn into a zombie, though, but, uh, that's just me. Um, but that's just it, though. I, I, I don't know how this zombie started. Like, did it start, like, like, you know how in Walking Day, like, once you get shot or killed, you, uh, you know, you immediately turn into a zombie. Uh, is that the case here? I'm not sure. Um, so I, I, you know, that was just that was the one thing I was just kind of hesitant about. I was like, I have no idea how they how they started. Um, you know, is it the you know shoot the zombies in the head and they'll die? Like, of course, he did shoot a few of them in the head, and it worked. But you know, just some somewhat questions unanswered. Uh, but for the most part, guys, I mean, it's an okay film. Nothing too crazy. I did like the fact that it was, yes, it's a zombie movie. But it's more about talking about like a mental health of a person. You know, how long can this person break and, and whatnot. So I did like the visuals of it again. I did like that. I did like the, uh, it tor- was really towards the end where I was really enjoying the movie a little bit more. Uh, I liked that one scene where like the smoke from the fire uh was so uh dark it was so dark in the room and everything that zombies couldn't really move around like they didn't uh uh, so um our guy our guy had to uh our guy had to use a mask to basically kind of find his way out through these zombies it reminded me of that of that scene of the silent hill with the nurses or whatever like you had to kind of go around them and everything which was pretty good so all in all, guys, I, I'm going to give it a rating of 6.5 out of 10. I think it's an okay film. So, uh, yeah, just let me know, guys, if you guys agree or disagree with me about this movie. Uh, just let me know, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.